Hello, and welcome to the Earthed Podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health and well-being. We will be talking all things mind, body, and spirit, along with anything in between that feels aligned to the improvement of ourselves or our environment. I am your host, Emily Shine, kinesiologist, spiritual development mentor, and intuitive. This podcast is meant to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your life to the fullest. I am so excited to have you here. Now let's get to today's show. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Earthed podcast. I am your host, Emily Shine, and this is the very first daily celebration. Today, I am delivering a bite-sized mini episode that is really designed to trigger your thought processes and give you a quick hit of inspiration. I really loved the idea of being able to deliver short, sharp, and powerful content that you could listen to in the car on the way to an appointment or perhaps as you're waiting in the lineup to pick your kids up from school. The word celebration actually came to me by accident today. I was driving back from meeting with the retreat venue for the winter retreat I'm holding in June. And I was listening to a podcast where someone had mixed up their words and said celebration instead of celebration. And I actually thought, wow, I love that word. To me, it represents information that your soul can celebrate. So I've claimed it. I've coined it, uh, permanently borrowed it, if you will. And uh, I've decided to use it to name the mini series within the Earthed podcast so that whenever you see the word celebration, you will know that you're about to get a short burst of information that may just help to pick you up uh, throughout the day and make you feel just a little bit more inspired or aligned. So the topic that I wanted to talk about first, today's topic, is really based around how we give our power away to fear. And it came about because I was actually meant to be interviewing my first guest today and I actually got my dates mixed up (laughs) because for those of you who don't know me very well, you will figure out pretty quickly that I am not very organized and uh, it turns out that I'm actually interviewing my uh, first guest on Tuesday next week, not this Tuesday. So I've kind of found myself sitting there really wanting to do a podcast episode and thinking, who can I get in at short notice to fill the spot so I can strike while the iron is hot and while I'm feeling kind of creatively inspired. But I was really hiding behind the fear of getting on here and delivering my first episode on my own without someone to bounce off. I was viewing my guest as somewhat of a, a human safety net that could catch me if I stumbled over my words or, or went off on a tangent. And actually, that uh, got me thinking um, about how often we feel inspired to create or to do something. And we feel that fear arise inside of us and the feelings of not being enough and what, and we kind of just default, I suppose, and give our power away to something or someone else. We might have an idea and we could have all the knowledge, creativity, talent to be able to birth and create amazing things. But when we stand before uncharted waters or step off into the unknown, that fear arises. We get uncomfortable. In our society today, we haven't, we've just, we've put a lot of effort and money into not having to feel uncomfortable. Everything around us is the most comfortable and convenient version of itself to the point where discomfort becomes something completely foreign to us, something that we've avoided at all costs. 
But discomfort shouldn't be something that we hide from because it's outside of our comfort zone that we grow and we flourish. It's for this reason that we can't let fear of the unknown keep us stuck in those predictable loops. Fear of discomfort can really be the assassin of creative expression. I guess the other thing to mention here is the fear of vulnerability. Being exposed in in this environment without a safety net opens me up to a great deal of vulnerability. I don't have someone there to revert the attention away from me. But showing people your true, authentic, vulnerable self is how people get to connect with you. They learn who you truly are and what you're really about. And it takes a great sense of courage to stand up and be vulnerable, to show your flaws and your imperfections. It's that realness that touches people. If you want to know more about the fear of vulnerability and how to overcome the fear of vulnerability, I highly suggest that you look into Brene Brown and her work with shame, fear, and vulnerability. She is kind of my female crush. She's a massive hero of mine and of of many women that I know. So uh, if you haven't already heard of her work, definitely look that up. She has podcasts and TED Talks and quite a few books. And I believe she's even on Netflix. She's just really blown up because of her amazingness. But my question to you is, have you ever tried to create something or perhaps had an, an amazing idea that you thought of that you, that you that you've kind of felt like you didn't want to go out there and do it on your own, like you should recruit someone to do it with you because you didn't feel like you were enough just to deliver that on your own? Or perhaps you've been afraid to stand up to your creation alone in case it crumbles. I'm definitely not saying that collaborations and teams are a bad thing. In some cases, times call for a collaborative approach. But the question is, I guess, that uh, you need to ask yourself is, can I do this on my own? Can I execute this inspired action with what lies in my heart with just myself, just my own medicine? Do I really need someone there to catch me if I fall? Because falling or failing in some people's eyes um, is really realistically how we learn. Failure is the seed of success. What you don't do right the first time, you get to look back and improve on. I was listening to a podcast recently where they were talking about Beyonce and, and the way that she performs. Beyonce is like a superstar. She is amazing at what she do, at what she does. And apparently she looks back on her um, performances each time and re-watches them and figures out areas in which she can improve. Even after all of this time of being a master of her craft, she is still looking for the chance to perfect her trade. And that is what failure or not getting things perfect really does for you. So I wanted to add into this podcast episode just a few ways that you can get on top of fear and not let it win. And the first one is practice and consistency. Do one thing every week or if you're really, really committed to getting over fear every day that scares you at least a little bit. When you familiarize yourself with dealing and coping with fear and discomfort, it allows us to be able to deal with it better. They call it exposure therapy, and it's one of the key strategies I use to get through my battles with anxiety disorders. 
Anxiety is really what you feel when something is happening outside of your control. Anxiety is a form of fear. So when I was feeling anxious about a certain set of situations or or a scenario, if you will, I would expose myself to a small amount of that scenario over and over and over again until I got comfortable with it. And then I would go that little bit further. And with time, the whole situation began to be a lot more manageable for me. And that is exposure therapy. And that is what we need to do with fear on all bases. So for me in delivering this podcast today to you guys with, uh, from a solo perspective, this is one that I will probably look back from, look back on in a year from now and I'll listen to it and I'll think, wow, I've come such a long way from this very first episode, but I would never have got here if I didn't put myself out there and at least try to deliver a solo episode, a benchmark, create a benchmark for me to start from. So you need to do the same. You need to create a benchmark for yourself to start from in whatever it is that you're afraid to do. The next tip is to get real. Assess what the worst case scenario and the best case scenario um, of your fear coming to life would be. So if the worst case scenario is not that bad in comparison to what you will achieve, if it's a fantastic outcome, that allows you to weigh up the pros and cons of what you're about to do. If the cons way out, weigh the pros, then maybe you need to adjust what it is that you're trying to create and peel it back a little bit and go back to step one, familiarizing yourself a little bit with exposing uh, yourself little bit by little bit to that fear. But when we get real in our mind, it kind of stops us from overthinking and coming up with all these different creative ideas of what we think is going to happen to us if we were to go out on a whim and face our fears. And the last one is welcome the growth opportunity. If something is triggering the crap out of you, you need to celebrate that. Feel that in your bones. If you are really afraid of something or if something is feeling really uncomfortable, you're about to do a whole heap of growing. And growing is always an exciting thing. I like to explain to people that there are two different kinds of mindsets that we can sit in, and that is victim or growth. We can look at challenges from the space of the victim where we go, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? What if I that makes me feel this way? What if somebody judges me? What if no one listens to my podcast? What if all these things happen and then I become a victim to those scenarios and it hurts and it makes me feel bad? That's the victim mentality. So that goes for all scenarios in your life. What if I start this new job that I've never done before? What if nobody likes me there? What if people make me feel uncomfortable by being there and and say that I don't have enough qualifications? Or what if people look at me trying to stand up for something that I believe in and they don't agree with me? Uh, Then I'll feel bad because other people don't agree with me. So that is looking at things from a victim mentality. And we can choose from living in that victim mentality to taking on a growth mentality, which is just basically saying, yes, all of those things can happen, but if they happen, then they will allow me to grow. If I hit a challenge, then I will grow from it. If nobody listens to my podcast, then I will grow from it. If nobody thinks that I, um, if I don't fit in in this new job that I'm starting, then I will grow from that too. I will learn how to stay on task with what I want to create regardless of my environment. Whatever it is that you're dealing with in your lifetime at the moment, you can choose to sit in the victim or the what could happen to me, or you can say, I know that whatever the world throws at me, I will be able to handle. It won't kill me and I will grow from it. 
Changing from a victim to a growth mindset takes a little bit of practice. It's a series of things that we need to commit to every single day to remind ourselves not to sit in that victim. I have to pull myself up on it all the time. Whenever I feel myself spiraling into those negative thought patterns, I pull myself up on it and I'm saying to myself, Emily, you're being the victim here. Where do I need to move into growth? And that is enough to allow me to move forward. It may not cure your bad mood instantly, but it gives you the tools that you need to move out of that rut, out of that poor mood or that um, spiral of negative thought pattern that you might be stuck in at any one time. So I'm going to leave it there for you today. I hope that you've taken something from this little bite-sized celebration episode And just know that from now on, if you see the word celebration in front of an episode, it is going to be a small, sweet, sharp, and powerful piece of information to help you on your day. I want to thank you again for tuning in. I am so grateful to you and your existence. And remember, every day we have the chance to feel inspired and in doing so, inspire others so that each and every one of us can leave the world a better place than it was when we found it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.